Morning Show on 95.3 WBCK. And here's Tim Collins. 808 now, 95.3 WBCK. A little later in the hour, Bobby Holly will stop by. He's ready to give away another round of bikes to youngsters who need them and who have entered his essay contest. And, uh, yeah, he's well, he's given away a lot of them. I'm trying to remember how many he told me. So we'll ask him that when he comes in in just a little bit. So uh, we're going to get a little report card on uh, our economic progress here in Battle Creek. And uh, one of the leaders of that effort is with us right now, Joe Soborowski, the president and CEO of Battle Creek Unlimited. Good morning. Good morning, Tim. Pleasure to be here. Every once in a while, I ask you stuff like, what is Battle Creek Unlimited for people who don't know? Battle Creek Unlimited, or, or short, we're referenced as BCU. Um, it is a nonprofit organization that was formed nearly 50 years ago. Next year, we'll be celebrating our 50th. Um, it was uh, really formed to oversee the conversion of the Fort Custer area into the Fort Custer Industrial Park, and it's a... It's a marketing economic development arm uh, for the city of Battle Creek. And uh, it's, it's it's interesting that uh, in the last few years, BCU has kind of branched out to lend a hand to the downtown area, too, uh, yep. considering that, you know, the industrial park and the downtown area kind of go hand in hand as far as economic development goes. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, you know, Battle Creek Unlimited has traditionally been associated with the Fort Custer Industrial Park. Um, and that's something that we'll, we will always focus on. Um, but uh, as of lately, uh, our role has grown and we've put a big emphasis on downtown and, and community development um, as community development and, and I'll call it pure economic development. Uh, they go hand in hand, you know, um, people are looking for quality of life, place, and uh, you can't have one without the other. Trying to attract new industries out to uh, the Fort Custer Industrial Park. That's you know, one of the main jobs of, of BCU, and it's uh, a kind of a complicated beast to because you're competing against other states and well, other absolutely. cities, and you know you want to use every advantage you can to bring them in. We had a story recently about a company that wants to build snowplow and ice control equipment here in the Fort Custer Park, Viking Savace. I believe is based in maybe atlanta or no somewhere down there yeah in the general Georgia. general atlanta area absolutely yeah but you know i i was looking for videos to see what they did you know they supply uh, snow plowing equipment for the state of tennessee's department of transportation yep some i mean we're talking monster yeah this, this is this is big uh, i call it m dot type snow plow type yeah. of equipment the stuff that clears the six lane highways and uh Really big, absolutely. So what are the, I mean, there's a piece of ground out there. Um, I believe it's right next to Bowers Aluminum. Yeah, it's out on Shiga Drive. So we're, we're basically in the middle of a, a of a due diligence period, you know. Uh, uh, we've we've got a, a signed letter of intent, um, but the company is, is going through their due diligence period. Uh, we're getting surveys. Um, and, and one of the biggest pieces of the due diligence here is... Um, you know, receiving a tax abatement from the city of Battle Creek. Um, the, the city commission at their last meeting uh, set a public hearing, and uh, that will be considered at the September 7th meeting. So um, it's it's not a, a slam dunk done deal, but we're, we're inching forward to that, and we're real excited because uh, 
think they're a great company. Uh, they offer excellent benefits. Uh, it's an ESOP company um, and uh, profit sharing all the nine yards. So we're really excited about it. Right. And when you say ESOP, you mean employee-owned? Employee-owned company, yes. Yeah. Well, we like that. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, I, I believe that's similar to Prairie Farms, isn't it? Are they? Yeah, yeah. Prairie Farms is, uh, I believe, what farmer owned yeah um but uh esop a uh, uh, a little bit different that uh, everybody from management down to the shop floor has an opportunity to own a part of the company yeah and you know these tax abatements basically if if we don't give them the tax abatement they're asking for somebody in indiana will or somebody else absolutely some you know um there there is a dollar and cents economics behind it uh, it helps finance deals um, you know, the hotel, for instance, uh, the Oprah, and I can talk a little bit about that a, a little bit later. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, unless every community or every state disarms, it's it's uh, uh, it, it's a zero sum game. Um, these are expected and uh, they're, they're valuable yeah. and companies can choose where they want to locate. I was surprised it's not really that much money they're looking for. No. Um, no. You know, 12 years, 40 grand a year. Right. So I mean, we're not talking about uh, millions and billions of dollars. It's forty grand a year. Well, it's it's basically an estimate as well. So it depends on yeah. where the final valuation of the building comes from. But the most important piece is it's a, a fifty percent tax break for uh, twelve years. After the twelve years is expired, the the tax abatement goes away and the the taxes rise. So um, right now we've got a piece of land collecting zero, right? Uh, and we'll we'll uh, We'll get some new jobs. We'll we'll bring some tax base. It'll collect fifty percent for twelve years, and then it'll collect a hundred percent in perpetuity after that. And you know they're talking about uh, maybe growing up to two hundred workers at about twenty bucks an hour with full benefits. Yeah. Maybe, maybe starting out with ninety one employees the first five years. So as kind of going through the due diligence phase, um, you know. Um, uh, should we get over the hump here of the due diligence phase and they start building? It's phase one is uh, projected to be 91 jobs. And uh, after that, if things go well in Battle Creek, um, they uh, are proposing to buy enough land that they could expand into future phases. Excellent. And uh, if, uh, you know, September 7th, that's going to be the public hearing commissioners will decide whether that tax abatement will happen or not yep. are, are there some other things then uh, after that that have to happen or are we uh, going to get the green light at um that point? you know we've got a couple more uh due diligence uh pieces um but uh once we get past this i think it'll it will accelerate uh, the process all right i mentioned uh, uh the uh, dairy yeah um I, in fact i knew their name i'm at prairie farms <laughs> um we're going to talk to them next week. Okay. I don't know if you were aware of it, but, and I wasn't aware of it. All these dairy providers have this big competition where else but Wisconsin. Ah. And, uh, you know, you get awards for the best cottage cheese yeah. or the best this or the best that. They cleaned up. They won a bunch of awards and Battle Creek even won an award. So we're going to talk to them about that. And I want to also get their uh, HR person on and okay. talk about jobs uh, that are available there. There are jobs everywhere. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we hear good things about that company. Yeah. Prairie Farms is a, is a great asset to this community. And like you said, it's it's kind of a, like an ESOP. It's farmer owned, and uh, they continue to move and shake in the in the dairy industry, which is quite a unique industry uh, when you dig into it. Any other uh, industrial park news? You know, uh, 
I, I can just kind of summarize it that uh, the industrial side of the economic development equation is extremely, extremely active right now with activity. Um, you know, we've we've got a, another company uh, just just exploring Battle Creek. Uh, I think we've got a couple buildings that have come off the market. Um, you know, the spec building is is nearing completion, and uh, the amount of RFPs coming out through the state um, it, it's multiple a day. Um, and I, I, I just can't stress enough that the industrial activity uh, since COVID has hit or, or since we realize what our future is um, with, with the supply chain has been off the charts. And, and I think we're well positioned. We own land. We have land with infrastructure, uh, all the above. Excellent. Joe Soberalski from Battle Creek Unlimited is with us. Uh, we'll shift to downtown when we come back. Uh, new developments with the McCamley Plaza Hotel, and we'll discuss that here shortly. Joe Soberalski from Battle Creek Unlimited is with us. We shift to uh, downtown, and uh, Battle Creek Unlimited has the McCamley Plaza Hotel, which I know we've had the the sales down there been pretty much liquidating everything in there yep. when everything not nailed down in fact a lot of stuff that was nailed down and that's, is that's no right. longer nailed down and uh so what's the status of that project and talk a little bit about the latest city commission action that involves that yeah so uh tim we're we're real close we're um we're you know finalizing a capital stack uh we're finalizing some engineering plans um We'll probably be doing this project in phases, phase one uh, and, and phase two. Phase two would be more of your visual items that you'll see. Uh, phase one is going to be the guts of the building that uh, you, you really don't see but uh, make make the project go. Um, so we're very, very close on, on revealing some plans with that, uh, dollar amounts, uh, uh, renderings. Um, so that that's that's very close. But um, and one, of the, one of the pieces of that is... Uh, getting uh, the performer together and an appropriate capital stack. So um, we've been working with the city of Battle Creek uh, where they established an Oprah district, which is an obsolete property rehabilitation. Um, and really uh, what that does is it allows us to apply for an Oprah, essentially tax abatement. Um, it freezes the taxable value at its current level. Um, and then the increment of improvement of the building um, you do not pay taxes on that or it's abated for up to 12 years. And the importance of that is it uh, that allows you to actually uh, pay the debt that you're going to take out on this building because it's, it's, it's substantial. This project is substantial. And then after, after the 12 years, um, the taxes become uncapped and um, away we go. Um, but we're not taking away from any taxes that are currently being captured. It's just basically setting a baseline. So the city commission set uh, uh, created the district, and at their September seventh meeting, they're going to consider uh, providing an Oprah for the hotel project. And so, what's next after that? Uh, uh, you know, it, once that if that gets through and that abatement is good, then uh, you, you mentioned some engineering plans and that sort yep. of thing. But uh, what 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 sort of things do you want to do to the hotel to get it to, to the next level? Well, we want to make sure that um, you know that uh, the the mechanical systems are all new. Um, you know, these elevators in the hotel are original. The windows in the hotel are original. The heating systems are original. So, we want that to be all upgraded and new. Um, 
every room is going to get a is going to get a facebook the corridor is going to get a facebook uh facelift the the 16th floor um it, it's essentially going to be a brand new hotel uh once we're done we're even um exploring some ideas on how to change the appearance of the outside uh you could do that by you know staining uh you can do it by you know adding paneling to it uh when you put new windows in that can help change the look but uh um, it, it, it will not be recognizable um, after we're done. Excellent. So uh, any timetable for that yet? You know, uh, if all goes well, uh, construction could start, um, you know, late this fall. Um, it's going to be a good 16 to 18 month project because it's so extensive. So mm-hmm. uh, we're looking, we're butting up to the end of 2022 into into the first quarter of, of 2023 uh, before we can say open. Sure, it would be great to get that going again, you know, with its proximity to the Kellogg Arena and the downtown district and, you know, to be able to uh, attract conventions and that sort you of know, thing. You know, I, I just came back from a, a Michigan Economic Developers Association conference in, in Grand Rapids, and, and I cannot stress the importance of the size of this hotel in the heart of our downtown connected to arena with all of the things that are walkable the economic impact that that'll have on our community. Yeah. The thing that people ask me about most is uh, the New Holland Brewery project because it seems to take a long time. We see evidence that stuff's happening, but pretty slowly. Any news at all? Uh, Yeah, I think uh, people will see some some heavier activity starting here. Mm, I I, I say the end of August, but that's pretty much here. But the end of August, 1st of September, um, they're going to uh, really be focusing on the back area and getting the outside done, and and they want to get open uh, when it's when it's the warm season here in 2022. So, um, just like a lot of other folks, um, you know, they're struggling with uh, labor at some of their other locations, um, and uh, this is this is a project that they still want to want to pursue in Battle Creek, and they've got a plan to move forward. Well, that's been an obstacle, uh, you know, actually uh, had some communication with the owner of Torty Taco. Yep. And I said, you know, I mean, you know, basically, what's the delay? And, you know, and his answer was, well, you know, it, it, just getting construction people scheduled, yep. getting them on the job. It's not an easy thing right now. Anybody who's tried to do construction has found that out. Yeah. So I would say, you know, anything that you see in the community when you're when, you know, We've got some construction projects. Um, a labor is very, very tight right now um, uh, in, in all sectors. It's touching everybody. And and also materials are yep. uh, hopefully are gonna, that's going to improve. But, boy, the price of lumber and, and other materials has been sky high. What, what about, uh, Joe, what about uh, workforce housing downtown? I've talked with some people, young people who, uh, you know, aren't wealthy, would like to live right. downtown, and they've checked into a few options and found them not to be viable options. But uh, I know there's some talk about a couple of workforce housing projects. Well, you know, I, I can tell you that that is some good news. Uh, I, I'm going to point back to the Milton. Um, the Milton was a project that... Uh, some didn't think would fill up at, at certain price points, but now here we are uh, at 100% occupancy on the residential side. And, and why I mention that is it really, really proved that downtown housing in Battle Creek 
uh, can be popular. So what is that doing? It's driving additional developers to consider additional projects. Um, that would be both market rate and uh, and workforce. So um, they take time, um, but I, I'm confident that uh, there's going to be some some additional options uh, for people to consider uh, in the coming years. Yeah, I know that uh, there's been an, uh, an idea on the drawing board next to the or at the location of the former Shranks. Right. Yep, and also down there, uh, kind of across McCamley Street from. Clara's where that uh, big, weird-looking parking lot by Battle Creek Central is. Yeah, the city of Battle Creek uh, actually is a redevelopment-ready community, and uh, they worked with the MEDC and actually put out an RFP uh, for that site. Uh, and it was it was intended to uh, attract housing developers. Uh, so uh, I know they're working through that process, but uh, absolutely. Joe Soberalski, Battle Creek Unlimited. Thanks so much for your time today. We will chat with you again soon. All right. Thanks, Tim. Pleasure being here.